0: There. Welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. Thanks for your company. I'm Vaughan Benison. Today we speak about a role that's being advertised by Guide Dogs Australia. If you're interested in policy and the guide dog movement, then this role could well be for you. They are particularly keen on having somebody who is blind or vision impaired in the role. So uh, listen as we speak with Dale Cleaver, CEO of Guide Dogs New South Wales and the ACT. Dale, welcome to New Horizons.
1: Thank you very much. It's great to be with you.
0: You've not been on the program before, so perhaps you could explain a little bit about your background and uh, your role within uh, Guide Dogs New South Wales. Sure. for those of you who don't know me with me, I've been with Guide Dogs uh, for
1: almost three years. Um, Prior to that, I guess I should also mention in terms of I'm a Tasmanian born and lived most of my life uh, in Adelaide. I've worked in Melbourne for four or five years uh, and have lived in New South Wales and Sydney for uh, almost 10 years. So, across a number of states uh, and always in the not-for-profit area and um, organisations like Red Cross, best Centres, um, Royal District Nursing Service, so always in those sectors. And, in fact, um, early in my career, I worked uh, for Royal Society of the Blind in South Australia um, in a project management and in a client services manager capacity. So um, very broad there, and I joined Guide Dogs in New South Wales uh, late in 2017.
0: So just to uh to clarify the picture a bit guide dog's new south wales i guess uh is or does exactly what it says on the tin uh guide dog mobility services any other things that uh, people should be aware of
1: That's um that's right um it, it is uh it is as it says but of course um, as many of your listeners would appreciate our services some um, cover a broader range than just guide dogs um and uh, and i guess my role is is not just um, the role I have in the leadership and creating the future direction for the uh, the Guide Dogs New South Wales, but I'm a member of the CEO teams from each of the states that come together um, to actually um, support the broader work of Guide Dogs uh, Australia. We work together as a group of CEOs and national program staff. Um, to really come together to make a difference on that national level and a couple of core national program areas. Those include uh, things like policy and government relations, uh, our guide dog program, our fundraising, uh, our NDIS area, uh, and technology to name just a few. So although we each operate uh, independently, we each are our own organisation, we do come together collectively um, to work on areas of national interest.
0: That must be uh, a really interesting series of positions because you're looking in your professional role, I suppose you could say, uh, at uh, all of the services, the blindness services across New South Wales and the ACT, and then uh, you you move into that more national role. Do you find sometimes that uh, the two organisations, uh, well, I guess mostly they work in sync with each other, do you find that the, uh, the two positions sometimes... Uh, there are there are very different focuses.
1: Um, I think, on the whole, we're very fortunate that we certainly the last couple of years. There's a really strong support for coming together generally, um, in a collective way, in a collective sense. I think what's important is that yes, we have differences. Our populations are different, and and you know if you're living at far north Queensland versus Tasmania versus uh, Adelaide of course, you know, for all of us that have lived in those areas, there are differences in the demographic areas. For the member organisations of Guide Dogs, um, what we do have though is a common interest in the clients we w- want to support. And so, you know, I think it'd be fair to say that we've got very common views around policy, around direction um, and making a positive impact uh, and supporting our clients to live uh, an independent life and a connected life with their community. So I think we have more in, in common than we have in difference.
0: Mm. And I think that's really important. And I think that's the strength of uh, a national representative organisation such as Guide Dogs Australia. From a client's point of view, does Guide Dogs Australia have any uh, hold any sway in terms of client service and things like that?
1: Um, We share. um, Obviously, our service delivery is very localised to the communities that we actually work in. Um, But it'd be fair to say that um, given our programs are very similar, very, very similar, um, there's a lot of information sharing and idea sharing um, around program design, around service improvements, about how we engage and involve and co-design with our clients. So I think that's an area that's actually growing. So yes, we recognize difference at that local state level. But I think um, also with the client service work, we recognize once again that there's a lot of similarity um, and we learn a lot from each other.
0: Mm. And I guess one of the other strengths about having a national representative organization is the ability to uh to coordinate and uh reach out to government and uh national body organizations and that's uh kind of about the role that we're about to talk about is how about uh, explain to us what it is that you're looking for and uh perhaps after that we can have a bit of a look at you know who who you're looking for.
1: Yes. Um, the role um, is really important for the Guide Dogs Australia um, membership. We, um, we see that the policy and the, uh, the national policy and government relations area as a really important piece of work. This role has been around a few years um, in the Guide Dogs Australia um, organisation. It is an expanded role from what it has been um, in the past. I mean, there's been some great work that um, has occurred over the years in terms of this, particularly as we navigated our way through NDIS um, issues around transport and accessibility have been um, really important um, important parts of the relationship. And I think in the past and, in, and present, but also in the future, um, this role also works closely with other peak bodies and groups. You know, for example, Blind Citizens Australia uh, and Vision 2020, to name just a couple are really important. So we don't go it alone. We also need to work, and we also work. Um, with other organisations, other vision organisations such, like, such as Vision Australia in how we all um, come together when it comes to supporting um, policy and policy change, um, which is going to make a difference for people who are blind or vision impaired. So the role, uh, though, is, um, is very much focused on helping the shaping the policy to, uh, to better uh, impact on our clients at Guide Dogs, but also within the sector. Uh, and to really influence that with government, along with other peak bodies like BCA and Vision 2020.
0: Is it your opinion that uh, having a blind or vision impaired person in such a role as this is really key to success?
1: Look, I would say that um, as an organisation, the more we can actually um, engage and employ people directly in our organisations who have a lived experience, the better. So, yes, in this role, we would love to see someone in it who has lived experience. Um, But we'd also say that for all of our roles, and and certainly in terms of New South Wales, in our business plan for the coming year um, and in future years, we'll going. how do we actually increase the number of people with lived experience working in our organisation, Um, obviously on our committees uh, and in our advisory groups as well to shape the future services not just services today but how do we shape them for the future Um, so yes we would love to see the short answer is we'd love to see someone with lived experience um, in this role obviously you need to have um, experience though in the policy space so there's going to be much more emphasis on the role feeding into the guide dog strategy and our annual work across the guide dog organization so There'll be things like identifying the guide dog's key policy communication priorities, linking those to our communication strategies, including social media, um, thinking about what the calendar events we can create, um, what are the tools we can also give to CEOs and boards across the states and our people, our clients that actually start to engage the community. So part of the role is not just the um, ambassador role and policy. Uh, shaping role directly they will have with government and other and private sector and other peak bodies. But how do they build the tools and build the capability in our CEOs and our boards to also be thought leaders um, and speak on some of these important matters, our client advisory panels, for example. So we want him to, if you like, to share the love. So that they're not the only one that is actually doing the work of um, trying to shape policy or influence it. Because in Guide Dogs, we see it as really everyone's opportunity to, uh, um, both opportunity but also responsibility to shape that policy direction. So the focus is on an informed organisational platform advocacy, making sure that it flows through from our state work down to the individual level with our clients and our client advisory bodies. The challenge here is there's so many areas we could focus on. What we want to do is to work with a person to go, what are some of the key areas we should focus on rather than everything? Making sure that our position is a really informed ones and that our clients and our research are informing that position. So it's a, it's a true client and organisational position. Um, championing our collective responses on the priorities across the whole year, not just in a one-off submission, but thinking about campaigns and about messaging and tools across the organisation and across the year rather than just as a one-off. Um, And importantly, leveraging, if you like, some of the research and the communication and the education or promotions we have, linking those in and making sure any public campaign or education is part of our broader work across um, a whole range of platforms, including, you know, the the social media pieces, the government um, uh, policy responses we have, any media we might do it's kind of like a coaching role, even, you know, I do I say a side of football coach, where you're identifying some key areas of focus, getting a collective agreement on the focus of the strategy of the work we're doing, building that into a whole training of the team, including the CEOs, boards and staff, and helping uh, give people the tools to deliver so that some of those messages as well as themselves, but, but sharing that love to get those messages out. And making sure everyone understands the role needs to deliver on that collective approach. So, um, and
0: reviewing the approach along the way to see how that actually progresses. Given uh, these strange times we've been living in the last six months and working from mm. home is becoming very much the norm, do you have any requirements as to um, where you're recruiting from or is it a nationwide ask at this point?
1: I'm at this stage, we're we looking to um, Victoria, New South Wales. Um, or possibly the ACT, but to be honest, you know, if someone really had um, uh, an ability that was um, sitting in another state and they were exceptional talent, I'm sure that those making the decisions would actually take that into account. It is being managed by Brooker Consulting, um, who's had experience, uh, Jeremy Worm, who's had experience um, in actually recruiting for these kind of specialised roles before and he's going to be engaging a lot with um, the blind and vision uh, community particularly because we've said that we're really keen if we can to actually um, to have someone who's got lived experience um, in the role. Um, CVs need to be received by Jeremy by about September the 14th.
0: If people are interested how can they find out more about the role and uh, I assume there's an application pack of some description?
1: Yes, look, if they go to the Brooker Consulting um, website, um, you'll also see it advertised, I think, on almost all of our own websites as well. Uh, and if they have any trouble in, um, in accessing that, they can obviously um, find me on LinkedIn um, or contact me at GuideDogs if they need more direction, if they're having any challenges in, in accessing um, the, both the advertisement, um, but
0: also the directions around how to apply. Dale Cleaver there, Chief Executive Officer of Guide Dogs New South Wales ACT. A very interesting role that with Guide Dogs Australia. If you'd like more information, you can search on the web for Brooker Consulting. Or you can look at any of the Guide Dog Organisations' website and see it advertised there. If you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call one 33 60 one 33 60 Or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. If you'd like to provide feedback on New Horizons or you've got any story ideas, contact me new.horizons at bca.org.au, new.horizons at bca.org.au. Or you can leave me feedback on the Blind Citizens Australia telephone system. Until next week, take care. We we'll achieve the realization of a dream.